You're listening to Tips with T, and I'm your host, Tiara, but you can call me T. I'm looking forward to sharing with you guys my journey of becoming an entrepreneur. Plus, I will discuss tips on how to achieve that financial freedom that you have been looking for. So stay tuned. Hey, you guys. Thanks for listening in to Tips with T today. On today, we have Miss Natasia Miller with us. Hey, Miss Natasia, how are you doing today? All is well, T. Happy to be here and thank you for having me. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show today. So tell us more about yourself and what you do. Sure. So as I said, my name is Natasia. I am coming to you right now from the beautiful islands of the Bahamas, which is where I was born and raised. Um, after being in the Bahamas, I went to the U.S. I did my undergrad in Miami, go Bucks, and did my MBA in Georgia, Statesboro, Georgia be exact Georgia Southern and after that I started a little bit of a different journey whereas I moved after living in Orlando for a year I moved to Dubai spent three years there working in hospitality which was cool met a lot of different people got introduced to a lot of different cultures became a culture fanatic and then I moved to China yes China people and I just moved back to the Bahamas like six weeks before COVID-19 actually hit so that was an amazing experience. Definitely broke a lot of stereotypes as it relates to Chinese while I was there. And now I'm back home, finally trying to walk in my purpose, which is promoting humanity through cultural awareness. I'm doing that through my agency, which is called Mindfro Travel. And it's all about anti-racism advocating and training and trying to get the word out there to just dismantle racism one company at a time. Awesome, awesome, which is very well needed. Um, in our society today. So I know when we had talked before, we talked a lot about imposter syndrome. And so how does that, what is that? And how it does it affects entrepreneurs? Yes, imposter syndrome, well, it affects entrepreneurs because for some people it can be the reason why you are not an entrepreneur and you're still working in your nine to five job. So for people who are not familiar with the term, Imposter syndrome is basically when you feel like you're not good enough to be called something. There is an internal struggle, whereas, for example, for me, you know, you have a purpose, you know that you want to do something, but there's a little gremlin, I like to call them a gremlin, like a little gremlin inside you saying, you're not qualified, you don't have a degree for this, you won't be able to do this, nobody will respect you in this position. Look at Amy, look at George, look at them, you can't compare to them. So it's that gremlin and that thing that, that we tell ourselves actually, because like for my case, there are people externally telling me, yes, Natasha, oh my gosh, you should definitely do this. Anti-racism is, anti-racism is definitely your thing. And even though they were, you know, pushing me and supporting me, I still had the gremlin saying, but Natasia, you have an MBA. You don't have a degree in diversity and inclusion. Natasia, look at this person. They have so many followers. Like, how can you, how do you think that you can even compete in this market or help people? So that's what imposter syndrome basically is. And for me, you know, if you listen, there's a lot of different mindset coaches and stuff that talk about it. But I think that imposter syndrome is not something whereas it's like, okay, I am over it because I, it took me a long time. Like Mindfro Travel was supposed to be alive three years ago. Like when I first moved to Dubai and like started to learn about culture, started to really experience my own biases and have those broken down and wanting to like extend that throughout the world. But these years of telling myself, you're not good enough, you don't know what you're doing, slowed down that process. So that's one of the negative effects that it has 
on the entrepreneur, whereas it slows down your process. And then when you finally get into it, that doesn't mean that the imposter syndrome is over. Like if you, if you, op if you finally open your business, which I encourage every listener to do, if you have a passion project, if you have something that you know deep inside you that you know this is something that you're called to do, because think about it like this, it's not about you, it's about the people that you're called to serve. So if you have people that you're called to serve and imposter syndrome is keeping you from serving those people, you are affecting, you are impacting lives. You know what I mean? But yeah, so for me, even though I, I did it, I took that big leap to go ahead and start Mindfro Travel. Still, there are times when I'm like posting my videos on YouTube or something. I'm like, oh my God, should I keep posting this? Oh, how many likes did I get today? Oh, it's not enough. Mm -hmm. Oh, do, do, is this helpful for people? And then, you know, when you get that one client, like, I, I don't know if you have the same, but when you get that one client or that one comment that says like, hi, thank you so much for helping with my finances. I was so like, Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't know what to do. And when I came to you, I just was, I feel so much better now. Thank you for empowering me. And then that is what like, that, that's what goes against the gremlin. That's basically the gremlin's kryptonite. Mm -hmm. Is that reassurance from people that you serve, that you're serving them properly. And it's the same with me. Like when I have clients and they're like, like the way you broke down microaggressions or the way that you talked about this, like it made me understand it in a deeper way. That's why I'm here. So when they say that, it's like, all right, gremlin, I got you. Like I'm Ali and who are you? And then they're excited about this right, right now. So yeah, that's my really long explanation as to what imposter syndrome is. But please don't let it, don't let it keep you from following your dreams and being an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurship is not easy, but it's definitely worth it. Right. And I think that's what all of us struggle with as entrepreneurs, because we, um, especially with me, um, you want everything to be perfect and, oh, it got to be like this, but I'm constantly having to redirect myself and be like, okay, you have to leave yes. room for error. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Everything is not going to be perfect. You might not get the likes that you want. You might not get the followers that you want right now, but you keep going and you keep striving and those things will exactly. come. So, exactly. yeah, I, I mean, we deal with that a lot during entrepreneurships. And like, it's not for, it's not for the week. So if you are right. not tackle this, that imposter syndrome, then you might want to say on your nine to five, we're not talking against it. Yeah. <laughs> but Seriously, it's, it's, that time. it's a battle. Mm -hmm. It's a battle, you know, like it's definitely a battle feeling. It's, it's like you said, it's not for the week, but you know, it, the thing is like what people need to understand is me and you struggle with imposter syndrome. You know, we're just like, you know, we're trying We're we don't have like a hundred thousand followers. Right. But people that have a hundred thousand followers also struggle with imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. So like if that happens to you and you are that entrepreneur that's ready to go for battle, also realize that it's not because you're small. It's not because you have 10 followers. It's not because, you know, you're not like on Oprah or whatever. If people that have like celebrities that you know and love and follow, goes through that no matter how many like thousands of comments you have it's just an internal battle so don't look outside and say oh my god Beyonce never goes through this oh my god mm -hmm. this person never goes through this because fun fact they do right so you also talk a lot about diversity diversity is very very important um mm -hmm. I am a big thing about diversity um because even with me like when it was time for me to go to college Everybody that I know, like a lot of my friends, they want to go to HBC. I don't have problems with HBCUs. Um, I highly support them. Yes. But it was just like, I wanted mm -hmm. to go to a big college where I know it was a lot of diversity because we are in a world of diversity. So how can we value diversity? 
Definitely. I think that what you said, like just exactly what you said, like looking at it, whereas it's like, it's something that you desire to know more about. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people, like let's talk about diversity as it relates to racism. A lot of racism is from, in my personal opinion, lack of awareness. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like if you don't interact with people, if you don't get to know people, then that's where you, you base your ideas of them on whatever you see on TV or whatever you hear or whatever your grandmother said to you or whatever and you don't have a personal relationship to be able to go off and you know make your own assumptions about somebody so if you have diversity like the importance of it is being able to like branch out and it's important for you not only because obviously the obvious reasons diversity is important are things like you know you're you expand your network you expand your horizons you're able to interact with different people from you know different backgrounds etc but it's also because diversity can can make you better as a person. And I think that you can attest to that. Like when you go to schools, like for me, for example, when I went to Barry, like it's, it's very diverse. And I came from the Bahamas, you know, the Bahamas is black and white. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So going to Barry, and then I was an international assistant and mentor to the international students that were coming in. So this was my first time ever interacting with a Saudi Arabian woman. The first time ever interacting with a Greek man. So now having those interactions, I'm able to go beyond the, oh my gosh, this woman, she's an Arab woman. She's probably mistreated. And her mom is probably mistreated her dad and all these extra stuff and actually be able to understand. And it opens your mind. Like it's actually like a type of education that an institution can never give you. Like you can go to, like my MBA, for example, is international business. And that international business aspect of the degree can't compare to the importance of like actually having a diverse set of people around me having a diverse circle and even my inner circle is diverse but you know like like I said the importance of diversity is for you for your mind and also to be able to better interact with people mm -hmm. cross-cultural communication is like key especially like you said right now we're in a, such a diverse world I was on zoom yesterday with somebody in Australia you know like last week I talked to somebody that was in the UK that's the, that's the world that we live now so if our names, especially as an entrepreneur, if you want, like since this podcast is specifically for like entrepreneurs, if you want to expand your business or you want to like branch out, there's no way that you can do that without diversity. It's impossible because you won't know how to, you don't know how to market to your customers. You don't know how to keep your customers satisfied because I can tell you the way to satisfy an Arab woman is very different from the way to satisfy a, a UK male. You know what I mean? So for business as well, diversity is really important. And just, you know, like, like I said, expanding your networks. Awesome. I'm glad you had brought that up because the next question is, why is it so important to understand the cultural communication? Because um, like you said, we dealing with different people. You know, we communicate mm -hmm. differently. So why is it mm -hmm. so important to understand the different types of communication? Well, it's important because, you know, even like if we take if we take culture out of it, like, you know, culture as it relates to African versus um, somebody else. If I talk to you, I wouldn't talk to you in the same way I would talk to like a person at a church, right? Like the pastor of a church, maybe. I'm not going to talk to my best friend the same way that I would talk to them. So in the same way that if I go with my like, hey, what's up, what's up to a pastor in a church, and that would be disrespectful for him. Um, it's the same way as it relates to culture, because if you go, I know, you know, from my experience and my background, my experience and my background, I know how to approach a pastor of a church. 
in the same way if I when I was in because I lived in Dubai I know how to approach Middle Eastern people I know how to how they communicate so in the same way like you the reason that I know number one the reason that I know is because I was open to diversity the pastor example can be used in the same way as the example of you like having a conversation with a person that, you know, goes to the same Starbucks as you, works with you, goes to school with you, et cetera, having that conversation and getting to know them, getting to know the way that they want to communicate. Because number one, it avoids people being, you know, people feeling that you are disrespecting them. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, you know, you don't, you never want to disrespect somebody, especially again, going back to being entrepreneurs, we want clients. That's what every entrepreneur wants. We want clients. And if you have a client that is from, like, um, let me think. If you have a client that's from Russia, for example, if you have a client from Russia and then you come on the call and you're like, hi, Bob, how are you? Mm, not Bob, hi, Vladimir, how are you? How's everything, da, da 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 And then you go into like, hey, Vladimir, do you want some vodka type of thing? And you mm -hmm. feel like that's you connecting with Vladimir because the stereotype is Russian people like vodka. You just lost the client before you even, you know, gave your offer. So understanding how to be able to communicate with people is so important. Just like interpersonal life, our relationships with our significant others, with our friends, the same way that we have to be sure, like we know how to talk to them. We all have friends like, okay, I know this friend is a hothead. I have to know how to speak to her. I know this friend is like an empath. So I know I can't talk to her too strong or him too strong. In the same way, you should research. If you don't know, if you don't have a, a Russian friend, if you don't have an Arab friend, if you don't have like, a Nigerian friend or someone that you can personally find out their best way to communicate, do some research and don't go to one blog that was written by this influencer that you follow that was in Kenya for one day and say, oh yeah, she said this. Actually research, if you, especially like if you're going online, I would definitely recommend looking at somebody that's from that country that wrote an article or a book or, mm -hmm. you know, on YouTube talk about it because nobody knows me better than me. Nobody knows my culture better than my like a person from my culture not that any culture is a monolith but at least they can give you a better you know substantial information that won't lead you astray so yeah that's my big spiel on cross-cultural communication extremely important as an individual for self-growth and as an entrepreneur for for client growth awesome well, thank you so much, Mr. Tasia, for coming on the show today and giving us our insights so i'm gonna share your handles um, and you can tell everyone how to get in contact with you if they would like to. Awesome sauce. So first of all, thank you again. Absolutely a pleasure being here. Absolutely a pleasure to, you know, be able to just chat with you and share with you. So thank you for inviting me to your platform and inviting me to speak with your audience. I appreciate that. Um, and audience, if you want to, I am at mind fro travel yes you heard it right it's fro because my hair is an afro so mind fro travel and that's at gmail.com that's on ig that's on facebook and then also on youtube and if you're interested i have a youtube series and it's like a series slash course all about like allyship and anti-racism so feel free to check that out it's absolutely free awesome and if you guys want to get in contact with me, you can do so by calling me 910-317-0396. You can also send me an email at contact at, at mjfinancial.biz. You can schedule a consultation on the website at www.mjfinancial.biz. You can also find this episode on Anchor, you guys, and you can also find the replay for this video on the YouTube channel for MJ Financial Management.
So thank you again, Miss Natasia, for being on the show, giving us all your insights. And I hope to chat with you and see you soon. Hopefully, whenever this coronavirus lightens up, I can go to the Bahamas and visit. <laughs> Come on down. You got my details. You're always welcome. And thank you again. It was a pleasure chatting. You've been a great host. And thank you. Look forward to chatting with you again soon, too. Awesome. All right, you guys. We will see you on the next episode of Tips with Tea. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed the podcast channel, please become a supporter. Your support helps me to bring you more tips with tea. I greatly appreciate it, and this podcast wouldn't have been possible without you.